Thank you for listening to the Ablaze Church Sermon Podcast. Our purpose at Ablaze is to love God, love others, follow Jesus, and tell others. If you are looking for a church home in the Tulsa area, we'd love to have you join us for worship on Saturdays at 6.30 p.m. or Sundays at 10.30 a.m. For more information, please visit our website at ablazechurch.org. We have a theme for the year. It's hanging up there on the wall. First things. It's based upon the words of Jesus to his people. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all things will be added unto you. And throughout the year, I'm going to ask you this question. Is God first in your life? Is he first in your marriage? Is he first in your career? Is he first in your finances? Is he first in your family? Only you can answer that. I can't. Now, we began the year with taking a close look at it. What is first things first in the church? Jesus prayed about you and me. It was last week I began a new series that'll take us from today to Easter. It is called Overcoming with the Lord. Last week, we looked at overcoming 101. (laughs) What are the first two things we can learn about overcoming anything in our life, especially a Goliath, something bigger than us, we learned from little shepherd boy David. He taught us to look back to how God has taken care of us in our past, how he rescued you when you were in college, when you were driving your car, when you had that accident, when you did those stupid things in your younger days, all you have to do is say, well, you know, I almost died and somebody's going to jump in. Let me tell you my story. How God has rescued me. David says, you know, if the Lord rescues me from the paw of the bear and the lion, he'll rescue me from this Philistine. Step one, remember what God has done for you. Step two, As David stepped forward, faced to Goliath, he said, this battle is the Lord's. When the battle's bigger than you, when you're facing all these odds, guess what? The battle is the Lord's. That's 101 in overcoming. Today, I want to speak to you about overcoming weakness with strength. Of course, it's overcoming your weakness with God's strength, okay? There was this stoplight. And at the stoplight, there was a guy on a motorcycle, a Harley Davidson motorcycle, and it gleamed. It was beautiful. And he had tattoos. He had a big beard. He had the do-rag on, and he was revving that engine, and it was just rocking. And this elderly gentleman on a red and white bicycle, up to this motorcycle, stopped at the red light. And he kind of leaned over and looked at it. And, you know, if you've ever known anybody who loves his um, Harley Davidson, uh, you don't touch it. (laughs) Okay? All right, they're proud of it. And as he leaned over, the guy on the motorcycle said, can I help you, old timer? 
He says, that's one beautiful motorcycle. Do you mind if I take a closer look? And he revved the engine, if you dare. <laughs> and so he kind of leaned over and looked a little closer at it. And lo and behold, the light turned green. And that Harley Davis son revved, I mean, was revved up and he took off. You know, those things can go from zero to 80 in under four seconds. And he hit 80 miles an hour. He was going. But something caught his rear mirror. And when he looked at it, there was this red and white dot that was coming behind him. And all of a sudden, the red and white dot went past him and over the horizon. What was that? And all of a sudden he looked, the red and white dot came back and went right behind him. He said, what was that? And he looked in the rear view mirror, red and white dot right in front of him again. And all of a sudden, back it went. And he said, I better stop my motorcycle. And he stopped it and bang, that red and white dot slammed into him. It was the elderly man on his bicycle. And he said, old-timer, he says, I give up. I give up. And the guy in Harley says, what are you talking about? He says, please unhook my suspender from your motorcycle. (laughs) (laughs) Now I know what you're thinking. What does that have to do with your message this morning? It's a lesson on life. Life is that motorcycle. And you know what we love to do? Look a little closer at life and all that it offers to us. We get to, we get to want to desire to look close at pleasures of life. Alcohol, drugs. We want to get a little closer to finances, to all the wonderful things in this life. And before you know it, you get so close, you get hooked. And life will take you for a ride. And it'll whip you this way. It'll whip you that way, just like a yo-yo. Many times that happens, and the fault is ours. Like the children of Israel, enslaved. God says, I'm going to take you to the promised land. And he defeats Pharaoh for him. They go into the promised land and God says, listen, just put me first. And you'll always have the promised land. Land flowing with milk and honey. So they get into the promised land. And you know, it takes time to milk a cow, doesn't it? And you got to go find that honeycomb. And then before you know it, you're too busy for God. And that was the children of Israel. And they put God second. And let me tell you what God will never be in your life. Second. And God took the promised land away from them as he promised if they don't put him first. And when the promised land was taken away, oh, you mean God. Can't believe you took our promised land, the land we conquered away from us. See, a lot of times it's what you do that'll yank your chain. Other times, it's not your fault. Other times, you have nothing to do with it, and this world will yank your chain. 
and make you into just a yo-yo, pulling you this way and that way. And it has nothing to do with you, like Habakkuk. A famine, no cattle, olives don't produce. There's an earthquake. There's a tornado, there's a flood, there's a fire. You get stage four cancer. You get a John Doe letter. You get a company that has gone bankrupt and you lose your job. And you are yanked in this world and there's no control. And you crash and you burn. Has that ever happened to you? And you know what we do at that point? Sometimes we misquote scripture. Yeah. Let me tell you a time where you might have misquoted scripture. It goes like this. Well, (laughs) you know that it is Paul in 1 Corinthians 10, 13 who says, no temptation, okay, that is not common to man, has come your way. (laughs) So God is faithful, okay? And he will not allow you to be tempted beyond your ability. When tempted, God will provide an escape so you can endure. Ever use that scripture? Hmm. Now, when it comes to temptation, God will help you. And give you an out. Look for it. It does not mean that God won't give you something to deal with beyond your ability. Because he will. That's what this world is all about. It's beyond your ability to deal with it. All you have to take a close look at is Job. Job lost it all, did he not? Family, health, finances. You know what he wanted to do? Die. Ever been that far? Devastated by this world? He says, listen, naked I came into this world. Naked I will leave. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Had nothing to do what he did. Not because of his sin. Now he was tempted By his wife, curse God and die. (laughs) You know what he said? That's foolish talk, woman. Now listen to these words from Joel. Should we not accept good from God? I think every one of you here is going to go, absolutely. Then he finished it. And devastation, destruction. Oh, we don't like that. (laughs) Okay. Have you ever gone through devastation, destruction, a fire, a flood, a tornado? Have you ever lost your job? Not because of you. Now you understand when it comes to Paul. Listen to the words of Paul. 2 Corinthians 1, 8 and 9. Therefore, I want you to be aware, brothers and sisters, of the utter burden. Notice those words. Utter burden beyond our strength. 
utter burden beyond our strength? The affliction in Asia Minor, he says. We despaired life itself, meaning he was ready to die. He did not want to go on. In fact, he says, indeed, we thought we had a sentence of death. From who? God. Then he finishes it out. He says, but this was so we would rely not on ourselves, but God. Hmm. If you try to carry sin, it's too heavy for you. Now, there's two paths he talks about. So we wouldn't rely on ourselves, but we rely on God. Those are the two paths in front of you, folks. Now, if you try to rely on yourself because you're so proud, you're an American living in the land of the USA that's never lost a battle, you won't be able to carry sin. It's too heavy. You cannot outrun the devil. He's faster than you. And when it comes to death itself, guess what? It's going to consume you. That's not good. Listen to the words of Jesus in this series that's going to take us from today to Easter itself. I tell you these things so that you can have peace. Let me tell you one of the most powerful things in your life, peace. In this world, you will have tribulation, Jesus says. But take heart. <laughs> take heart. I have overcome the world. You know, who's the ruler of this world? The devil. You know what the frosting on the cake in this world is sin. You know how the world will overcome you? Death. You can't carry sin. You can't run from the devil. You can't handle the world. The only thing God wants you to do is wave the flag. Because when you wave the flag, you win. Now you understand, hopefully, the words of Paul a little more. In Second Corinthians 12, 8, 9, and 10, when he says... You know, I was pretty proud. <laughs> but God gave me a thorn in the flesh. And three times I went to the Lord and said, remove this thorn. It's more than I can deal with. And you know what God responded to him? My grace is sufficient for you. For my power, notice this, my power, this is what Jesus says, my power is made perfect in your weakness. Whew. Wow. That's not what the world says. But that's what Jesus says. So you know what Paul says? I love this. Paul says, so I were more gladly boast. <laughs> I will more gladly boast in my weakness. Habakkuk, I'm going to sing. 
in my weakness. <laughs> Paul says, I will be more glad in my weakness because I rest on his power. And in Christ, in Christ, when I face weakness, calamity, tribulation, destruction, I am weak and I am strong. Wow, I'm a sinner and I'm a saint. How can that be through Christ? Paul later on says, you know that Christ was crucified in weakness. You know whose weakness? Yours, yours and mine. He took our weakness upon himself and he took it to the cross. And then Paul says, but he lives in power. You know where we live? In the power, the victory that Christ won for us on the cross. How do we overcome our weakness? And maybe one of you this morning is dealing with a Goliath yanked around in this world and you feel so weak, overwhelmed. Hey, it's okay. Give up the flag or wave the flag. How do we overcome our weakness with his strength? Number one, you got to put him first. That's the hardest thing any one of you will ever do in your life is put God first. God will never be second in your life. The children of Israel struggled with it. We struggle with it. That's why it's the first commandment. That's why Jesus said, please seek first the kingdom of God. Number two, in overcoming weakness with strength, sing his praises. Now you know why church is so important. Now you know why the commandment with the most spoken about it by God is the third commandment. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Why? Because you're going to sing his praises like Habakkuk, like Paul. And when you sing his praises, the Holy Spirit works with you inside of you. And guess what? You start, wow. I feel his power. Put him first. Sing his praises. And you remember Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane? When in his humanity, he was at his weakest point. He prayed. He went to the Father. And this is what he said. You know, this is what I'd like. Have you ever done that with God? And then he said, but not my will. Your will be done. That's putting God first. And when you do that, you will receive his power. And you'll be, be able to overcome anything in this life that you face. Because in that calamity, in that hurricane, in that tornado, in that flood, when you lose your spouse, you lose a child, you lose your job, guess what? You, in that weakness, will receive his strength because you have given up everything to him. And ultimately, this plays out in the next life. There was a member, now this is a fictitious story, folks, of a Blaze Church, solid member, a good Christian member who was proud of his Christianity, and he died. And he went before the so-called 
pearly gates. And there St. Peter welcomed him and said, welcome, child of God. These are the pearly gates. You say, yeah, I know they are. I can't wait to get into heaven. Oh, 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 slow down a little bit. You have to have the password to get into heaven. Password? What are you talking about? Well, a password. If you want to go to heaven. Now listen, Pastor Dreyer never told me about some password to get into heaven. I don't care what Pastor Dreyer told you. You got to have the password to get into heaven. So he thinks about that. Okay, password. John 3, 16. God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but should have and will have eternal life. St. Peter goes, nope, that's not it. Okay, okay, okay. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. It is by grace through faith that you are saved, not of works lest any man should boast. This is a gift from God. And St. Peter goes, no, not even close. He says, uh, Simon says, <laughs> no, abracadabra. Now you're getting ridiculous, St. Peter said. Oh. There was a rock up there, and he kicked it, and he says, I give up. And St. Peter goes, that's it. Come on into heaven, okay? That's where God wants you in this life and in the next. You can't do it. The only way is surrender everything to God. You can't carry sin. He'll carry it for you. You can't take on the devil. He's stronger and faster than you. That victory's already been won. You can't win over against the world. It's bigger than you. Jesus said, hey, I tell you these things so you can have peace, power, strength. In this world, you're going to have tribulation. This world is the playground of the devil. This world will get you with death and sin. But Jesus says, relax. <laughs> I have overcome the world. Take heart. That's where the power is. Amen.